Welcome, everybody, to our Patreon-exclusive School Sucks. Um, for those of you getting an intro into this, the idea is myself, Dominic Greeny, the current instructor at the AIW Wrestling Academy, will take a student here and we'll talk about their experiences at the school and thus far in their careers. Um, so joining me today on our very first episode, a polarizing student that seems everybody loves, Big Tuan Tucker. Yeah, yeah. So, Tuan, you started training, I want to say, what was it, around fall of 2017 or 2016? 2016. Yeah, yeah 2016. fall of 2016. Um, so, when you first came to us, we were what? We were at Cal Crowell's? Cal, yep, yep. Okay. Started out there. Yeah, I was, I was trying to think because that was where we were in that spot where we were in the garage, and then we were at Cal's, and then we went to Old School Iron after. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to start wrestling, and why did you choose the AIW school? Okay, first first out, you know, when I was searching uh, for a place to train, I was going to be mega, mega wrestling at first, you know, but they didn't respond to my messages or emails, calls, you know. <laughs> so calls? Was, yeah. They had, a, they had a phone number? Yeah. <laughs> I went straight to voicemail, so I'm like, but I, I thought that was legit the only wrestling school in, in Ohio, period, because I was looking like, what's, what's up? What's going on? Um, so you no, know, I was a little bit upset about that to my boy David. Um, uh, David, my friend, shoot me a message on Messenger. Um, it was straight a poster of Johnny Gargano. Um, wanted to become a professional wrestler. I was like, what? Like Johnny Gargano? I didn't know who claimed the at the time, so uh, I'm sorry. But Johnny Gargano, like, say no more. Sign me up, you know. So after that, got on board. So so, so you come and you get ready to come to Cal Crowell's. What's your mindset uh, when you come into the gym and you see the ring and you see Johnny there? What? Let me jump into your mind. What, what was Big Twan's mind like that day, that first day? Man, I was nervous. <laughs> I, I was nervous. Uh Seeing Johnny Gargano there, you know, there at like in front of my face, you know, I seen a whole bunch of wrestlers. It's actually training, like actually seeing a ring. Like my drilling was pumping. Like this is crazy. Like that, that, like that really signed up. Like I couldn't believe in my own eyes, you know. But when I actually got in that ring, you know, it was exhilarating. Like I couldn't believe it. Okay. Why did you want to be a wrestler? Were you a fan? And uh, of all anybody, who made you want to be a wrestler? Who made me want to be a wrestler? I would say somebody like Kevin Owens, uh, Samoa Joe. You know, seeing them big boys in the ring moving like that, man, I was like, wow, like maybe I could do something like this, you know? Like, but, you know, at the same time, I just, didn't believe I couldn't do it. Like it, it's weird because when you get an opportunity like this, you know you gotta go forward with it at all times. You know, so and really, what really, really pushed me to do it was my boy David. Um, he said, "Look, if you want to do something." Do something like this, go forward with it, one hundred percent. You know, and actually, like, make your friends, like, with you, Dom, 
Frankie, Derek, everybody, John, Chandler Biggins. It really kept me pushing. It it really kept me pushing to move forward. Like I never thought I'd have as this much wrestling fans as have the passion and the love of professional wrestling. Like I never found that before ever. That's you know, wrestling is kind of like a big family, and you know we're happy to have you. Um, Let me let let me go to a a story that a lot of the fans wouldn't know. Um, When you first came, Johnny and I are both awful with names, and Johnny was still the head instructor while you were there. And I remember you'd been training for a couple of weeks. You'd passed the first day drill, and Johnny turns to me and he goes, "Dom, what's his name?" And I was like, "Oh shit." Because I didn't know your name. I just knew you was like, oh, gosh, this is the big guy. Because, you know, it takes almost a month for any of us to learn anybody's names usually because, like, we want to make sure they stick it out. So I go under the ring, which is where at the time we were keeping all of the, like, physical forms and all that stuff. So I grab your physical form and I grab it with my thumb over one of the letters of your name. And I remember we started calling you Tuan. And we called you Tuan for about a month. I know. <laughs> what is your actual name? Uh, your actual first name? Actual first name, Tyvon, T-Y-V-O-N. So we were calling you Tuan the whole time because when I grabbed that paper, I had the bottom of the Y covered up. So me and Johnny are calling you Tuan. And I think it was just one day you look and you go, Tuan's not my name. It's Tyvon. You right. remember that? <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember that. But I, I had a whole bunch of names. Like for football, wrestling, like tw- like tw- Tizzy, that was one of my favorite favorite names. That was the uh, the seniors. But I, I was a freshman at the time, so people was calling me Tizzy out of nowhere. I didn't understand it, but it everybody was calling me that. So like when when I'm like a fresh a newbie, I didn't. I guess I did expect that y'all would call me something else that. Didn't make no sense. <laughs> it's like, Twan, well, that was completely new. But I, I also remember that you were got mad. Like you were, you were visibly mad because we weren't calling you by the right name. And then about three weeks later, we're like, "Well, what's your wrestling name going to be?" And you go, "Big Twan." <laughs> so you just ran with it. I just ran with it, man. Like, like y'all are the genius behind the wrestling business, you know. So I was like, "All right, Big Twan, that's going to be my name, man." Like, so you made your debut um, at would have been Back to the Future Cup Part Two, as I'll call it, uh, Back to the Future Cup 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will always remember this match for a couple of reasons. One, this was kind of like you guys, your guys' big debut. I trained a lot of you guys more than Johnny had because I think you only had about a couple months with Johnny. Yeah. Uh, th- out of all those guys that debuted in that match, realistically, Trey Lamar was the one who had the most time on Johnny. He had about six months. But most of you guys only had about two months before he, he had to move to Orlando. Yeah. So that meant a lot to me because it was like, well, if I'm really bad at training people, we're going to know. Uh, hopefully, you know, that you guys don't fall flat on your face. But <laughs> one thing should always I always remember is the match before you guys – the bottom rope breaks. So you guys already have enough nerves going into your first match. And then you guys are dealt the hand of the bottom rope is broken and there's no bottom rope and we're not stopping the show because we have all of your guys' fans there. Uh, So kind of explain to me your mindset going into that debut scramble. I was terrified. I was, I was, I I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I was terrified. Like, like you don't expect something like that to happen. You know, you expect everything to be, Nice, neat, organized, and something changed, and so unexpected. 
and you got your adrenaline pumping and you got to remember everything your match <laughs> my my mind was spinning in places um you know i got my whole family there um not my dad surprisingly but you know i had my whole family there waiting for me waiting for me to come out and then when I hear something like that, it's like, oh, like, cause is it going to affect my match? Is it going to, what's it, what's it going to do? But at the end of the day, we just got to go out there, go forward, you know. So, hey, I do what I do. Yeah, and you guys, you guys had a, a phenomenal debut match, um, you know, and it got a lot of you guys over. Now, here's something I'm going to bring up that not a lot of people know. Um, out of that match, Trey, Chase, Josh Bishop, you know, and you at that time, you guys formed no consequences. But you don't make no consequences. You get taken out for AJ Gray. Man, they played. What's what's your mindset? They they, they played me, man. They, they they broke my heart, man. Like what's going on? Like I, I'm again excited. You know, well, wasn't that Gary the King baller? Oh my God, I still want to have a match with him. <laughs> <laughs> I still gotta have a match with him. It's still on site because he played me, man. He put AJ Gray in. I'm like, oh, like, hold on, who is this dude? Hold on, <laughs> you know. And they kicked me out of the building and stuff. I'm like, wait, wait what's going on? I couldn't get in, man. Like, next thing you know, I mean, like, if I was in it, it would have ended in two minutes up top. I mean, like, they, they won though. I know, but they was getting their ass whooped, you know, and stuff like that. So I, I would have ended it. So quick, it, it was like, oh snap! We ain't had to do all the flippy, you know. Trey didn't had to get his, you know, butt whooped like that. <laughs> I tell you that because I would have been in the ring, like <laughs> it would have been over, you know. But hey, all right, they they won, they won, but it could have end quick. We could have went home. So you you become kind of an endearing character to to the AIW faithful, and you know, for the most part, Twitter in general. Um, Based on a few things, your your catchphrases. Everybody loves your catchphrases. Um, we'll start with that. Where where did you come up with, with the ideas of stay woke, season never ends, all that good stuff? Season never ends. That was from football. Um, I always wanted this shirt called "The Season Never Ends." Um, I mean, but you got to get it once you start varsity uh, defense. You know, I wanted that shirt so bad. Like once I got it my senior year. So happy, so ecstatic. I always I used to almost wear that every day. Um, so season never ends. That's where it started from. Uh, Stay woke was actually from that movie Get Out. Man, I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Uh, that movie kept me woke, man. So I'm just I was just staying aware. So I started saying Stay woke to everybody, man. Like stay aware, watch your surroundings, watch who you, watch who you be with. You know, um, on site. It's just on sight. <laughs> like, like I, I just gotta express that feeling. Like, like what you trying to do? Like, you trying to fight or well, what's up? It's on sight. What's up? You know. And then the the other thing that you're that you're passionately known for throughout Twitter and our fan base is your reactions during the shows because you are are constantly watching the shows and your reactions are, are some of the greatest things that you've become a viral sensation for the most part uh how, how do you attribute like like what do you what do you think in your head when you're watching our shows 
or any wrestling show for that matter, because I, I bet it's not just AIW. You know, you watch Takeover or you watch, uh, you know, WrestleMania. I'm sure your reactions are the exact same. All right, man. It's always been the same since day one. I never changed up. I don't know why people just, you know, sitting there not reacting to a good ass match. You know, I'm just like, yo. Y'all should be ecstatic. Y'all should be clapping your hands. Y'all should be saying this is awesome. Y'all should be doing that. Like, I can't be sitting there and just be like chilling. No. You know, like these these matches are high class in AIW. You got to react like this. I don't know what y'all are doing. It's pandemonia. You know, like so growing growing up, you know, you, you you referenced your football background a lot. What was your neighborhood like when you grew up? Did you grow up in a bad neighborhood? Yeah, yeah, I grew up in a bad neighborhood, Cleveland, uh, straight from Kinsman. I grew up there, uh, but I also went to Shaker Heights, and it really got me out of it. But at the same time, it started to become a little little hood, you know. So, but i stayed consistent on what i was doing because football and wrestling was so important to me um i stayed away from all that drama i stayed away from fights doing drugs all that like i stayed completely away from that and thank god that happened to me especially my teacher mr v he was like one of the fathers i never had you know waking up every day in school just to see him every day in the morning and actually, he actually talked to me. He actually helped me, you know, gave me some money just for some lunch. That really meant a lot to me, you know. Um, like, those moments really impact my life to become the man I am today. Being nice to others, treat others well. You know, respect others. Um, so that's really... How I became the man that I am. So, without rest, without pro professional wrestling right now, where where do you think you would be had you not, you know, wandered into Cal Crowe's gym and met Johnny and myself and you know the rest of the crew? To be honest, I probably would be doing Tri C, um, trying to become a police officer. So I, I I actually wanted to do that, but man, them classes, bro, I, I just felt like it was draining me. Like I I couldn't. I feel like I'm straight. Like, I don't feel like doing these papers, man. I feel like I should be doing something. Something around the world. Something I could show a crowd what I could do, you know? Like, I, I just feel like it wasn't me. And my, me and my mom had a very hard time because she really wanted me to stay consistent on try to see. I just did not want to do it. I just didn't. I was sick of it. Like, I feel like I, feel like I should be doing more. So, pro wrestling really helped me find that 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 mindset that that drive you know um. so you've been you made your debut over a year ago now but about a year and a half into wrestling how are you adjusting to it you know it's a little harder for someone like you because you don't drive so getting to practice is hard for you if you're taking outside bookings it's hard for you everything's got to be kind of meticulously planned so how are you adjusting to professional wrestling um I consistently just hop in rides, you know, with, especially with you, Dom. I thank you uh, for at least taking me out there, showing what I could do to other places like in Indiana, Kentucky, you know, whatever. So I just try to hop in as much as I can with other people's rides, you know, 
uh, you know, I ain't going to just sit in the bag and not do nothing. You know, I'll pay for gas, food, whatever, man. You say no more. I got you. You know, I, I ain't going to just sit around the bag not doing anything. You know, I, I, I'll i put in whatever they got to do. Um, so I, I, do know, I do know I need to get my driver's license. It's one of the things I, I really need to get. Yeah, I know I'm going to get it this year, but yeah. Uh, it's one of those okay, things. we're going to go. I got to think I got about three more questions for you here. Um, what has your favorite match been so far that you've had, you know, in this year and a half in AIW? I would say that WrestleRager 3 because. Your first main event. <laughs> pretty much. Because. For, you know what? It's crazy because I remember one of the first shows you helped us at was um, the Double Dare Tag Tournament. And that that's the famous Headhunters versus Eric Ryan Lucky 13 match where you freaked out because you didn't know the barbed wire was real and you didn't know the blood coming out of Lucky and Eric's heads was real yeah. and you were ready to puke. And here you are in this crazy death match. Yeah, it, it, it affected me a lot. I didn't even sleep that day. <laughs> I, I, did, I did not sleep that day at all. I was over here playing. I was over here playing. Uh, what was that game? Um, God of War for some reason. I was playing God of War like literally all night because I could not sleep, man. I was like, I got... It helped me though. <laughs> it, helped helped, me. it helped you get ready for that for that match at WrestleMania. Yeah. So so why is WrestleMania your favorite match besides of course, you know, being the main event? Um it, it, I know WrestleMania 3 was going to be a crazy crowd. I knew it was going to be insane. You know, I I ain't know John Thorne was going to come out though. You know, I was like, "Hold on. Stab me with that fork." <laughs> I was like, "This is pandemonium." Uh but man, just to have that that Drilling the main event, it, it excited me. It excited me so much. I, it was insane. Like that. That's why. Like that match is one of my favorites this year. You know, that's, period. Yeah. Um, thoughts of Johnny, Candice, and myself as your trainers. Yeah. What are your thoughts on on us as your trainers and how we've done so far? Johnny, man, he he, he been he been doing the big. He know what he doing. He like, come on, he know what he doing. But, you know, he messing up right now, you know, teaming up with Champa. I mean, he won't have a problem in a minute. Like, I got to come March 2nd, 3rd, you know, he coming to Cleveland. Like, hey, Johnny, come here, man. I got to talk to you. Because this is, this is outrageous. What, what's the training? What was your training experience like with him and then me? Um, He, he was cool. Um, He taught me a lot. Kendall Ray taught me a lot, like, the, you know, how to chain wrestle, how to how to move in the ring i remember she always taught me like that's why i got that in my head to this day you know um johnny he was very consistent what he was doing i, I, I absolutely listened to everything he said so you know i had no problems you know after getting the nerves out of my way like because he's actually a wwe superstar <laughs> not you know nst but Actually, like getting to know him just a little bit, just this a tiny bit was very, very cool to me. So much to the point that in your my career mode in WWE 2K, you got put up against Johnny oh, and you man. couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, man. I I, I couldn't. You Sa- got yourself counted out, right? Sadly, I had to. I ain't played that game in like three days, but I was like, you know what, man? Fine, I give up. <laughs> I gotta do it, man. Cause come on, man! I'm not ready to face Johnny. Not in no video game. I'm not. I'm not ready for that. Uh, uh, not in so, real life either. Like, so transition here. 
You're, you're at the academy about two, two and a half months. Johnny, he gets the call. He wins the NXT tag titles. They, they tell him, Johnny, you got to move to Florida. Um, and ends up being me as your head trainer. Um, what, what's your thought process at that point? You know, you got me who's a little over a year and a half into wrestling, and now I'm, I'm responsible for your career. Yeah, I, I, I was cool with you, Dom. I was cool with you. I had no problems whatsoever. I knew Dom was consistent with what he was doing. You know, he doing this jujitsu thing for quite a long, long time. So I had absolutely no problem. Absolutely. I listened to everything you say. You know, you gave me a couple of moves um, to learn and, you know, develop. So, yeah, I had absolutely no problems with you, Dom. No. So do you see wrestling as like a new family to you now? Yeah. Speaking of family, Keith Lee. Oh, my dream dad? Your dream dad? Is he maybe your dad? Do we know? I asked my mom. (laughs) I asked my mom. I'm not making this up. (laughs) My mom, as soon as I got done with this one, uh, Death Row, the Death Row show. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I went in my mom's car like, hey, it's Keith Lee. Dad, I'm pulling a picture. Like, what's going on? I need to know this. (laughs) Because actually sitting down and talking with him, you like the anime I like, the video games I like. I'm like, whoa, this is mind blowing. <laughs> this is mind blowing right now. So it was like, he gotta be my dad. I, that's why that day, that exact day, to this day, <laughs> I believe he. My you, dad. you asked your you asked your mom if she maybe made a rendezvous in Texas about you know 19 yep. years ago, right? Yep, legit. Okay, I I gotta I gotta turn the page. You have an open mic right now. We're on Patreon. So I know your girlfriend is not listening, but she's not paying to subscribe. Okay. You have an open mic. Make your plea to Faye Jackson right now. Ah, man. Come on, man. Your girlfriend's never going to hear this. Listen, I... She literally just messaged me. (laughs) Because I posted a picture saying Twoncast V2, and she said, yay. So let it go. Make your plea to Faye Jackson right now. Listen, when I I first met Faye, I was like, oh, my God. Who is this? Who <laughs> who is this um, beautiful woman? Uh, <laughs> I watch mostly all her matches and uh, Woman of Honor and all that. I watch it all, bro. Like, who is this girl? And when I found out she was coming to Cleveland, you know, I had to get that picture with her. And after that, you know, we've been good friends. And a lot of people was teasing me, you know, if I'm a, do I fell in love with Faye? Yes, I, I love Faye, but not like that, you know. You no, know, I, I respect her personal business. You know, she she got a husband. You know? Actually, no, they split up. True story. <laughs> <coughs> Whoa, big twenty for a loop, folks. See now, you mind blowing my mind <laughs> right now. So it's like now I got to make a decision here of <laughs> what should I do, but. I, right now, I just want to stay. Uh, I just want to be friends with her. Okay, it, that that's it. Man, this is the second biggest decision to come to Cleveland since LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. Got a I couple more questions for you here, Tuan. Um, what has it been like, you know, meeting some of these legends and big name wrestling stars that you know you watch on TV back in the day? Guys like Hornswoggle, guys like Bob Orton, um, <clears throat> Booker T. You know. Yeah, Booker T. Yeah. Um, very nice, uh, very cool. I I would have never thought in a million years I'd see Booker T, Horace Waggle, um, 
Bob Orton. Who else? Um, uh, crime time. Crime time. <laughs> I just I get a picture with them. They say no. I was heartbroken. Oh, I ain't man. gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm like oh, oh what I do? That's rough. But uh, Jeff Jarrett, Godfather, um, Arn Anderson. You know that was absolutely amazing. That's why I love AIW. You know, I would I would have never thought in a million years I ever actually get to see these people, talk to these people. You know, and they blessed. They was blessed enough to have that, you know, and I'm glad I'm a part of it, part of this family. Um, what's it been like to share the locker room with those guys? Oh, it was real cool. Actually, like, getting to talk to them, get advice from them, you know, picking their brain, like, see how they work in the ring, you know, and out of the ring. Absolutely, absolutely amazing, especially Keith Leeds, you know. What does the future hold for Big Twan Tucker in 2019 and beyond? 2019 and beyond. Um, get some new shirts. I'm definitely going to get some new shirts this week. Uh, maybe next week or so. I'm gonna definitely going to promote myself out there now. I definitely got a lot of things coming pretty much pretty soon. You know, I don't know. I definitely got to be become better. Yeah, I know I can be. You know, I just as a young man, you know, I need to I need to start being more focused on what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, but 2019 is going to be very special for me. I, I know it from know it from the start. Um, I want to face a lot of more people that will challenge me. You know, uh, I know a lot of legends gone right now, but there, there, there's absolutely a few legends I want to face, you know, so I can learn from them. Um, it's definitely... I just want to do the uncomfortable and make it comfortable. Um, so yeah, uh, 2019 is going to be a very, very special place for Big Twan. Good. Well, uh, I think that's a good point to end on. Uh, Twan, thank you so much for joining me on the first episode here of School Sucks on the AW Patreon page. Um, <clears throat> real quick, Twitter handle, uh, Instagram handle, give it out to the fans so they can follow you if they don't already. Uh, Instagram is Twitter's the same thing, so big underscore twine underscore Tucker. Okay, well, that. there it is, folks. Thank you, everyone, for joining us here on the first episode of School Sucks. Once again, also as well, thank you for contributing to the AW Patreon page. Uh, check out this podcast, the other new exclusive podcasts that we are dropping, as well as those alternate show commentaries. Um, the AW Patreon is going to be a lot of cool stuff like this, so thank you, guys, and we'll see you next time. All right.